0: Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we talk about all things Marvel Crisis Protocol and review a different character every week. I'm your host, Jared. I'm Brad.
1: I'm Fred. I'm Brandon. Yeah,
0: and this is going to be the Sabretooth episode, so uh, welcome back Mm. to, to or, Mm. wait, wait, oh, well, what is he? Is he called something else? Sabretooth Apex Predator. Sabretooth Apex Predator, excuse me. Yeah, this is going to be Because he's different than
2: Sabretooth.
0: You are correct. Uh, yeah, we're recording this on, uh, normally we record these on Thursdays, uh, due to my work being, uh, not cool with the scheduling. Uh, we had to record a little bit early, uh, this week, so this might be a little bit of a shorter episode. We might have just a few, uh, a bit fewer segments than we normally do, but we're still going to be talking about the new character and still talking about a few different things. So before I get into any of the news and stuff, how you guys doing?
1: I'm super tired. <laughs> Yeah. It's been a long week already.
0: It's like Tuesday, Fred. Yeah, me too.
1: I know. I uh, look,
0: uh, look at Brad trying to trump
1: you again. Yeah, yeah uh, and he will win. Brad yeah. will win this. But but in this <laughs> circumstance, uh, I'm out of town right now and uh I'm doing well purging. Uh and that is basically super labor intensive. Uh so I'm just it's it's that kind of a week for me. I'm Listen, just
2: listening
1: hanging out I'm... in a hotel. <laughs> All
2: the kids in high school learn that you should not purge. That's not healthy for your body.
1: You're right. This, what I'm doing is not healthy for my body. Now I'm not doing what you're talking about, but <laughs> but, but this is this is just sort of I'm always messing around with toxic waste. And, yeah, Brad, and he, just... he's
0: out in the ocean purging whales. Didn't you hear him? Some mm. nice whale <laughs> purging. That's not good for the whales either. It's Not good for the whales. How are you, Brandon?
3: I'm good. My car broke down today. so Oh, shit. You know. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's all right. It's my work car. They can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then some other news, but uh, uh, I'll share that when there's more to share. Okay. All right. All right.
0: Well, uh, yeah. So uh, going into news and announcements for the week. Uh, first off, I want to talk about tournaments. Uh, Charleston, West Virginia is going to have a tournament on Saturday, November nineteenth. So we're going to have registration at eleven o'clock, and dice is, are going to roll twelve. If we get enough people, there will be a painting uh, competition and prize. So feel free to come down. I, do you know how many people are signed up already?
2: Uh, two, because you guys never sign up. Well, I'm gonna. We, we sign up. We're just sign up lot. No, the Charleston people. I always end up signing you guys up. I think I've signed up. I think I, think, I, I think have never awesome signed up.
1: Yeah, hey Brad, master. I really appreciate that you signed me up. I really appreciate <laughs> that, and I will. I, I plan on being there. Then I will sign you
2: up. So <laughs> we can encourage other people to come. <laughs>
0: Um, there's going to be another tournament at the Fabricators Forge in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, also on November 19th, and the registration for that tournament is at 10 a.m., and I think Dice Roll at 11, and there is a $10 entry fee uh, for that tournament as well. So, like always, uh, message us if you want a tournament. Shout it out. If you want me to plug it in, so maybe if people happen to listen, they can catch it and maybe come by from a neighboring state. The drive's not too far. Let us know. We'd love to plug them. As As many as we can get in. Um, the other thing that I want to talk about, uh, really quick, give a big shout out for are the big spenders for Brad's, uh, Patreon on Cerebro. So if you don't know, he does have a Patreon button at the top. His big spenders are the people that get $5 a month. Uh, so I'd like to just shout them out. It's Rusty, Brian, Dojo DC, Jordan, Going, KPI, Glanz90, Ghostbear, Drunk Put, Mrs. Doubtfire, Atulets, X-Men 714, XM Clark, Running Around, and Sage. Was there another one that was supposed to be on here? There's um... Who was the last one you said? Sage. No. Nah, uh I feel like I was missing missing one last time.
2: Yeah, I think it was Sage. Okay.
0: How close are you to your goal? Uh we are at just over eighty bucks. We're almost there. Get in the app store. It'd be mean a lot to us and us and specifically Brad if you guys helped out. Well.
2: well, I mean it'll also be a lot better because you can just Download it from the app store and then it's like a real app. That's true. Although you can always save it to your home screen and it acts like a real app. That's what I've done since the beginning. It's
0: uh, nice. So of course this week, um, in other news that we have, uh Sabertooth Sabretooth Apex Predator uh got revealed. Uh so we got Logan last week, we get Sabretooth this week. Uh something else I want to talk about that was actually I thought was actually really, really cool is um Anybody that listens might know Frontline Gaming. They uh, run L- LVO, which is the Las Vegas Open, uh, and they're responsible for hosting that every year. Uh, they're a pretty big name. They actually help work with, uh, I think, Games Workshop as far as like ITC, like the the tournament scene for 40k and stuff like that. Uh but they're they're uh they, they make game mats for tabletop games and they make a lot of terrain and stuff too. And they just announced that they were actually uh focusing on making Marvel Crisis protocol terrain. So they have I think a full city terrain set that you can now buy. I think it's like it looked like it was the wood printed. Um what's the, what's, yeah. the, what's
2: the term for that? It's MDF.
0: MDF there And it go.
2: is um printed.
0: Yep. So they are making Marvel Crisis Protocol terrain that you can buy in essentially what is a bundle kit to help fill out a table. Uh, And I think they're also starting to work on mats and stuff too. So uh, that's pretty – I think that was pretty cool because they're like one of the big names in the biz as far as just like handling tabletop like needs and accessories and stuff like that. And the fact that they are developing something, especially when they've been so 40K focused, to develop a product that is – Garden Tour, Marvel Crisis Protocol, I think is, it's very good for the game and I think it's just all around uh, a really cool thing, so just wanted to shout that out in case people uh, that are listening might not have known about it, but uh, what's going on with Cerebro, Brad? Is there anything that you want to talk about? Uh, I'm
2: still working out how to do a couple things um, I want to add I uh, how- a little bit of a coding challenge, but we'll get there. Yeah. And then we'll see some updates. And I gotta start doing more research into how to make my website into a native app. I'm sure. It so I put it, it in the app store.
0: It took you. I mean, you were, you were able to figure out how to make all this. I'm sure it won't take you too much time to figure that out. Hopefully. So like I said, uh, we're recording on a Tuesday. Uh, this week is going to be a little bit wonky in terms of, of our general uh, podcasts and what we normally talk about. So we are going to be skipping over a couple segments this week, uh, skipping over the launch tanks and then the weekly topic. Uh, so what we're going to do is we're going to kick it into uh, some games that you guys played uh, over the weekend and then we'll get into character review. So you guys want to take it away and talk about what you played?
2: We played Marvel Crisis Protocol.
0: That's Very nice. helpful. Man. That's nice. You, helpful. Want to, you want to go into detail a little bit more detail about that? Uh,
2: well, I guess one of those I games
3: was a, a real game, and <sighs> the other one was a slaughter fest.
2: Yeah, yeah, the first game did not go my way. It, well, what were we playing? Um, I, played played I played Brotherhood. You played Brotherhood. With... I played both Pyro and Blob. Mystique. Yeah. She's my leader. Oh, the Quicksilver, Rogue. Quicksilver Rogue, yeah, that was my entire list. Yeah.
0: What the? What's the point value?
2: Add it up. Nine, twelve, sixteen.
3: Sixteen.
0: Okay, it's five Y at sixteen.
3: Yeah. I played Kingpin, Shadowland, Bullseye, Winter Soldier. Someone else.
2: Lizard.
0: Lizard. How many times have you played Mystique Leadership, Brad? Not very many. I was gonna say I can't remember ever seeing you phys- like in person play it. So my ha- list, my list was
2: fluffier than it was picking good stuff, uh, because except for Quicksilver, all those characters were on Mystique's Brotherhood. Mm. So, no. like, what I didn't you? take Toad. What was the scenario we were playing? We were playing.
1: Was it Superpowered Scoundrels?
3: No, it was. Was it Spider Infected? And uh,
2: it was Mayor Fisk, was the secure. Oh,
1: yeah.
2: Oh, yeah, it was Fisk. Yeah. Um, Was it Spider Infected? I know it was a Yeah, I think it was Spider Infected. Yeah, and we go
0: around turn
3: three.
0: So, so That's... the point the points just got away from you.
2: Yeah, I would have been better off if i just like deployed all my guys center and then to one side mm. and just went hard on that one side. But, but well, he, not saying it I would have won, would've won but three. it would have gone. Better.
0: It would have helped. What about the second game? How'd that go?
3: Better. I played X Force. Oh um, I was I was um forced to not play criminal syndicate. Oh was yeah, that he wasn't
2: the, allowed to. He wasn't allowed to play criminal syndicate
0: or Malika. Did you um Is that the one you played Logan? You played them played yes, the new Logan? I
2: played, I played Cable Logan X twenty
1: three. Oh you put Logan down.
2: <laughs> uh
3: Logan, so we, did we, I play Honey Badger? Yeah, Honey Badger was <laughs> yeah. in the center. Uh, X23, Wolverine, Honey Badger, Cable, and Domino.
0: We just talked about Logan oh, last Domina. week. So how did how did Logan do on the table? Like after yep. putting him putting him on the table, what do you what's your okay? You? I was I
2: was real down on Logan last when we recorded that. Uh-huh. I thought he was I thought he was trash. X Force, he did pretty good. Yeah. yeah. He played we really did, we well did. in X Force. It was Intrusions, so it was a C, and he was the only model I put on one of the flanks. Yeah, and that worked really well. Yeah, that's what I was saying.
0: I think that he's not the worst. It's just going to be
3: really hard to fit him in where he's out of if he's out of affiliation everywhere, which it seems to be the case.
0: Well, yeah, I don't know that. He's one that you go to to splash. I think that he will. He is splashable in X Force. I'm. If you
3: want to play him, he has a home in X Force.
0: Yeah, I am interested to see what this Weapon X is going to, like if it's an affiliation, what it's going to be doing. Like I'm generally, like my curiosity has
2: peaked over these last two weeks. After I mean, at if cards. It, if you can play, Logan, Apex Predator, X23, Honey Badger,
1: I might be in.
2: Like that sounds like a ton of fun. <laughs> Omega Red? What about Omega Red? Omega Red doesn't fit that. Like the rest of those models, well, not really Honey Badger. They're mobile killers. How many that sounds great.
0: How many models in the game when you count Sabertooth, like the new Sabretooth and Logan and stuff like that? How many of them have actually are like considered like Weapon X?
2: Um like Weapon X experiments? Yes. It's just the ones I named. Deadpool and Deadpool, okay. And but there was a team called Weapon X, and um, it also had Lady Deathstrike's not in the game, but it had Omega Red and Domino in it. Do you think
0: that's more likely and that old they old man Logan that they lean toward that as they, what they, they base might off of?
2: It. Okay. There's also a Weapon X program in the like comic in the early two thousands that had a bunch of characters that aren't in the game. So,
0: so uh, this is, it's probably an affiliation that could really get fleshed out down the road. you think? Yeah.
2: Yeah. They can add Maverick. They can add, um, uh, what's his name? Garrison Kane. Um, technically they could add GW bridge. He worked for them, but was never experimented on. Um, I don't know if I went to Wikipedia, there's probably people I'm forgetting, but okay, they could definitely put more people in the game to add them to that. I gotcha.
1: Well, I'm glad Do you think that we'll have a, a Weapon X affiliation before, like, will they announce anything before the end of the year? Uh, like, is that a possibility? If the, if the rumors
2: that the new Sabretooth and the new Wolverine will not be affiliated with anyone but Weapon X. Then I would expect something in their box.
1: Yeah, I would say so, seeing as how like they're about to release models with no affiliation, with no functional affiliation. Yeah. If if there's nothing. Oh, yeah.
2: There was was Ajax, um, who was in the Deadpool movie.
0: What was his power? He's just strong.
2: Um, He didn't feel
0: pain or something.
2: Uh, he didn't feel pain in the movie, but I think he's like a robot or something in the comics.
0: Well we uh we deviated. It was my fault. We deviated a little bit. How what was the score on the second game that you guys played? That's my
3: fault. That went on tangent. Um, that was a Final game. score after it was after turn four was sixteen to twelve. Was that your favorite or his? Brad won the game.
2: I yeah, know. I did win the game. All and right, cherry picked his matchup. He should win. <laughs> I didn't cherry pick it. I just banned two things. Well, I am. And I stop Brandon's win streak. I am genuinely. Uh, yeah, now you just need to be Borka. Well, My win
3: streak is still intact. And just
2: okay. What do I need to tell Josh that he's not allowed to play? <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, sure.
0: That, I'm sure. That guardians,
2: you know, yeah. guardians, and Wakanda. Yeah, you can't play Guardians or Wakanda. Let's play.
0: I'm glad to hear that Logan worked out for you. I, I really am. Like that's it did. That's and very he, exciting. He felt good. Yeah,
2: I was surprised.
1: All right, Maybe we were too hard on him. Yeah, not, I'm having second thoughts.
2: Not me. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh man, you you know who who I really want in this game? Who? Sauron.
0: Who the fuck is that? Is that from Power Rangers? I don't even know who that is. That's from
2: Power Rangers. I don't know who <laughs> okay. is First of, of all, Sauron, the name Sauron is from fucking Lord of the Rings, you plebe. I thought you said Zoron.
0: That's no, I thought yeah. of Zordon, and, so excuse
1: me. Oh, And wait. also, you're mispronouncing Sauron.
2: Whatever. Hey, can I take a... Can I take he a, is,
1: he can... is Sauron because he is a pterodactyl man.
2: Oh! So he's a dinosaur. Getting ready to get oh a
1: Okay, to be pedantic, a pterodactyl is not a dinosaur. Shut All up! All right, I know you're gonna go <laughs> <get> there. But
2: <laughs> Sauron's great. Is he that? He's gr- a pterodactyl man. He wants to turn people into dinosaurs.
0: Is he that green? He's green, right? Yeah, he's green. Anywhere's jorts. Yeah, does he? Off jorts. Is he on that one island? What's that place called?
2: It's on an island. It's a valley in Antarctica. It's called the Savage Land. Yeah, that, that's where he's from, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember um, a little bit. I love him, and he would be Weapon X, and he should be Brotherhood, and he's just fun. Like, I want him in the game so bad. Maybe that'll be
0: the reveal, Brad. I hope they give that to you. You know that they're putting him in Marvel Snap. He's one of the new cards. It's going to get released soon. Oh. There you go. Take Do with that what you will. Well, uh, we're going to fast-track a little bit, so if you guys are ready, I guess we'll go ahead and start talking about Sabretooth. Um, I guess. All right. So, Sabretooth, Apex, Preda- Apex Predator, uh, a.k.a. Victor Creed. He has a 4-3-4 defensive stat line. He has 7 stamina on his healthy side and 6 stamina on his injured side. He is 4th threat. He has size 3. He is a medium mover, so that is one change uh, from his first iteration as he goes from a long to medium move. He has two attacks. He has the physical claw slash, which is a range 2, 5 dice, standard builder that has a wild pierce and a wild bleed attached to it. Then he has the physical attack, Bloodthirsty Onslaught. It is range 3, 6 dice, 2 power cost. After this attack is resolved, place this character within one of the target character, and then that also has Wild Pierce and Wild Bleed. He has three active superpowers. He has Catch Runt, which costs three. Choose an enemy character within two and of size three or less and throw it medium. This superpower can be used once per turn. He has Primal Pounce, also costs three. This character is thrown medium. It does not suffer damage if it collides with a character or terrain feature. The superpower can be used once per turn. And then he has the four power cost, stop squealing, and die. The next Claw Slash or Bloodthirsty Onslaught attack made by this character this turn adds three dice to its attack roll. Finally, he has Healing Factor 1, which will allow him to use Exceptional Healing. And then, again, on his injured side, uh, he just goes down one point of stamina. I love this guy. Like I think that he is uh like a one threat higher X twenty three is kind of what he reminds me of. Like his claw slash ability is I mean just having like Wild Pierce and Wild Bleed on it is a good just standard base attack. His spender only costing two power, also having Wild Pierce and Wild Bleed, and then it gives him the mobility of being placed within one is
2: amazing. Um, not as good as just getting a medium move wherever you want.
0: It's not as good as getting a medium move, but at least he has it on there. Yeah. And coming in at range 3 is really, really awesome. Uh, all of his superpowers are fairly expensive, but because he has Pierce on his builder, like that will allow him to get a little bit more power gains. He has just that extra little smidge of health, uh, so when he does take damage, uh, he'll gain just a little bit more power from it. Um So even though they're all fairly expensive, I don't think that you'll be too hard-pressed to be able to pull off one of these a turn. I mean, I guess... One, yeah. Yeah, one. If you're using your spender, you know, uh, you might not be able to. But, I mean, if you're all really hot and you're managed to get some pierces through, I've seen X-23 absolutely swim in power before, so... Catch Runt is really good. I mean it's a size three character throw that's medium, which is amazing. He has the primal pounce. He's thrown medium and he's size three, which the opponent's gonna be defending against four. That is an amazing ability. It's just like Green Goblins, and it is so good. I've crashed my glider into so many people and dazed them. It's I, I love that ability. And then stop schooling and die. It feels like one power too much overcosted. I mean three dice is, is really, really good. He doesn't have any innate rerolls or anything like that, so I feel like maybe it could have got away with only being three, but, I mean, I won't complain about being able to add three dice to an attack roll, so... I read his card. It got me excited. Uh, I re- uh, Again, I liked Logan. Uh, I thought he was, you know, decent. I thought he was serviceable, and I thought that he probably is going to be good in his affiliation. This guy actually gets me a little bit more excited to play the affiliation. I like him a lot, but... Uh, let's... It's another mutant, so we'll go ahead and start with you, Brad. What do you think? I like him better than Logan. Um,
2: I mean... I just... You're right about the comparison to X-23 in a very favorable way because, like, she's great. I love playing her. I like the way she plays, and I have a feeling I'm going to like the way he does, too. Um I already printed off the card, I'll probably play him. Wednesday, just to try him out.
0: All right, what do you think, Fred?
1: Uh, I, I like him more than I liked Logan, as as Brad said. Uh, i uh, I really love anyone who has a throw self and take no damage because that is eminently useful. That's just always gonna be helpful. You get to put yourself further forward and then hurt an opponent if you make impact. It's it's just really useful. Uh, I have I have an, a question, mm-hmm. and and this is about like how the game plays. Uh, I, I I imagine that. Now of course I've not seen it on the table, but I imagine that doing six damage to Logan, is not exactly super difficult. And, and my question I, I I this is just a quick food for thought thing. Which one would you rather have? Seven health and except an exceptional healing one, or um, yeah,
2: healing factor or one,
1: healing factor one. That's what I was looking for, or six health and healing factor two. Seven like just he- in the
0: seven health healing factor one.
1: I agree, one hundred percent. Like yeah. I think that that's absolutely better. Uh,
2: like going from six to seven health, I think, is one that's mathematically really good. Yes.
1: yes absolutely
0: having seven uh, health is like you, you just always have that where like healing factor two doesn't like it's not always going to come into play and people have actually like i've seen it get played around a ton so yeah yeah know, you
2: having factor. having healing factor on cubes is like oh yeah <laughs> yeah big thumbs up
1: yeah, uh, I think that uh, I like this guy quite a bit more than I liked Old Man Logan.
2: Uh, no, that was not
1: Old Man Logan. I like this guy a whole heck of a lot more than I like uh, uh, Cowboy Young Hat man Logan. Logan.
0: Cowboy Logan. Young
1: Cowboy Young Logan. Cowboy Logan. And um, this was. This is, I, I, do you ever bring Logan? Because this guy does the. seems to fit a very similar niche. That would like. Down. Well, okay, I guess you could double down. <laughs> um, I'm I'm talking all over Brandon's time. Brandon, what do you think? Did we lose? Uh, we lost? I, like oh, there he, there
3: is. I like him a lot more we'll than I like Logan. I agree with the. I'd rather have his seven health and healing factor one than the six and healing factor two. Uh, the main thing um, that I don't, I think we need to talk about is just the fact that he's four three four, and that's way better. Than oh, yeah. The, the was a
2: 442 on mm-hmm. old Logan 442 and Damager. Yeah, and I,
3: the I, the
1: two.
3: I, I just don't get it. I really don't. When they keep like both Wolverines, like, have been massively outclassed by both Sabertooths, in my opinion. Um, the only real concern I have with Sabertooth is just like the just what you guys were talking about with the. He he wants a lot of power. Um, I don't know how frequent, especially on five dice. I don't. I I would never hit that wild. So, I don't know how much power he'd actually ever really have. Um, but if you can reliably have some power on him or play him in affiliations where he can get a little bit extra power, um, the throw is super good. Um, the both throws are really. I yeah. I just I love throws. Um, being able to throw himself, just being able to have four auto damage. Going at someone for three powers really really good, um. Yeah. Primal like, pounds. Yeah, it's it's um, so good. I don't think you. I, yeah, I don't think you ever use stop squealing and die. Um.
0: I think you but, do it. I, I think that is a superpower that maybe comes around on round four or five, and after he's been flipped, and you're I mean, you're looking but even at,
3: then like catch run and primal pounds are both just better use of your power, right? Yeah.
0: Well, I think that, like, if you look at it, if you're, like, you're getting flipped and you're wanting to get, like, a KO, like, you can stop schooling and die into a builder. Uh, so, you're looking at a- eight dice with a wild pierce. You're hoping to at least net back two to three. And, I mean, I think that if you're rolling eight dice with wild pierce, if yeah, you but look but at relying this...
3: relying on the dice is such a flawed way to play this game, right? It's like, not... Re-
0: it's... No, well, no, it's not relying on the dice, but it's just looking at, like, math of, like, statistically what should happen on these dice. So, if I you're mean, spending four power... If- and so you're... say you
3: have 6 power and you're going to you want a bloodthirsty onslaught, a stop squealing and die and throw 9 dice, right? Pierce and bleed. 8 auto damage is better than 9 dice. Well, I'm not talking about 100%. That... Of the yeah, but you don't Even do if it. you just have the claw slash, like auto damage is still going to be way better. What I'm saying is like
0: you spin the 4, you're rolling 8. You get the wild bleed. Statistically, you should put through at least 3 damage. That'll get you the power back. To do a primal pounce, and then you you throw yourself in into them for the four.
3: Yeah, but like I said, that's still one less auto damage, right? So you can still cost flash twice, catch run, and primal pounce. Like that's still going to be a better effective use of your power. No sir. Well, we'll see. Like... Right? Is that that's math, right? Because so on the five dice, if you can get one power each time, then if you already had four, then you have enough to catch run and primal pounce. So now okay. you have 8 total damage plus 2 more, so you're at 10, effectively, and that's on the low side of the average. Okay. That's at least, sorry, my dogs are whining. That's uh, at least the way I look at it. But I'm also like, if you've ever seen me roll dice, it's not something I rely on because it's terrible It makes me feel bad.
0: Well, so I think that uh, when you look at it, I think all of us are sitting a little bit higher on the new version of Sabertooth, so we can kind of go into rankings. So we'll we'll go uh, backwards this time. What would you give him, Brandon? Um,
3: I, I think in NHL, I'm in I'm in that, I'm sitting at that like C plus B minus range because uh, I'm I'm scared of how much power you want. So I'm gonna I'm gonna settle on that uh, B minus. B minus. Sorry. Right. What about you, Fred?
1: Uh, I'm leaning towards the B plus area. I think that's what I'm gonna give him a B plus. Brad. B plus.
0: I'm gonna give him a B plus.
1: Look at us. <laughs> so we're all in the Bs. Yep. Yeah,
0: so he's a he's a pretty good piece. Like I think when you're looking at a four threat character, I think that he has all the things on his card that you would want a four threat character to have. Whenever you're you're choosing to pick him up and put him on the table, so uh, yeah. So, Sabretooth, not bad. Uh, if you guys proxy them at home, uh, if you're listening and you decide to kind of do what Brad does maybe and 3D print them and print out the cards and give them a test run, let us oh, know. I'm just
2: using the old Sabretooth.
0: Oh, you're just using the old sabretooth. Well, some people <laughs> might 3D print them. You 3D printed Blob, right? Is that right? A blob and
2: Pyro. Yeah.
0: But if you guys use them at home, let us know what you think. Uh, love to hear. It. But let's move on to the comic book recommendations. So what do you have for us this week, Brad?
2: Okay. Um well you see, I I often say to people that I like Sabretooth, which is a little bit of a, a little bit of a lie because I don't like Sabretooth. Sabretooth is very unlikable. I like that he's so terrible that he makes a great antagonist. Like you don't mind Sabretooth. Seeing Sabertooth like get beat up, there's no redeeming qualities. So, um, actually have, I actually have two recommendations here. Um, and uh, I'm bringing back the anti recommendation. Oh, <laughs> the do not read this. So, the first thing here is uh, Sabretooth's first series. That he got on his own. It's called Sabretooth. It's from 1993. Um, it's by Larry Hama. Which you guys will remember. Um, he wrote. Something. That I recommended recently. Oh yeah. It was the it was the Logan thing. Just last week. Where uh, Logan rides a motorcycle. Through onto the helicarrier. Um, so Larry Hama and Mark Texera, uh, so Sabretooth is kind of at the height of his popularity in the comics, uh, characters like Sabretooth and Venom were very popular in the early nineties. And so he gets his own series, um, he has to confront his past while fighting off, uh, some people that are even worse than he is. And the series also features a character named Birdie. Um, They try to humanize him with Birdie, because he really likes Birdie, and he tries to protect her. Um, But in general, she's just cooler than Sabertooth, so you should read the series just for her. Um, She has weird, empathetic, psychic powers. uh, And she's back in the comics, finally. Uh, Next is... Um, not a comic. Okay. It is It is the X-Men novel, Liberty and Justice for All by Carrie Harris. So, Aconite Books uh, currently has the license to do Marvel novels. Um, that includes the two MCP novels that are already out. And they also write novels about a bunch of other things like Key Forge Randomly and um, basically a bunch of different day properties um, just all over the place. If you want to hear, like, if you ever played Arkham Horror, what's that board game called? The Cthulhu uh, from... board. What board
1: or, was Eldritch. that? No. Arkham Horror? Or Eldritch Horror.
2: Yeah, okay. Arkham Horror is the name. Uh, yeah. There are some Arkham Horror novels you can read if you okay. are that into Arkham Horror. Yeah, they're Uh, called Cthulhu. They're called... No, uh, no, no, no. They are specifically written from the game, not not the actual H.P. Lovecraft things. Um, I've read all of their novels so far that are X-Men related or MCP related, and I've enjoyed them. They're pretty good. So, this particular book follows a couple of young X-Men who are still in training, and they're on a routine training. Um, They're actually taking their first unsupervised flight in the Blackbird, the X-Men's jet. And uh, they get involved in a fight, and um, Victor Creed shows up and saves them. And that's kind of a big surprise. But boiling that got me more excited about the book. And uh, hopefully that does the same for other people. But why he is there uh, is interesting. But this is probably the most, like, a real person Sabretooth has ever been. Like, they do a very good job of making him seem like a real and troubled person, not just an insane bad guy for being a bad guy sort of thing.
1: It makes him less of a mustache-twirling villain and more of, like, a real human.
2: Yeah. Like, the reason he's there um, is understandable and confusing. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) He's there to protect someone else, but... And it, the it's understandable why he wants to protect them, but at the same time, you're like, why would you want to protect that person? That person is even worse than Sabretooth. Okay. Um, Anyway, and then he protects these kids along the way too, which he has no reason to do that, except maybe he's not as bad as he seems. Anyway, it's a pretty good book. Um. All of them are. All right. So... I mean, there, there's that. And then my anti-recommendation. <laughs> so, any Wolverine comic that has Romulus in it, um, which happened a lot from 2006 to 2012, don't read it. <laughs> Just go Just right don't. in. don't. Okay. Romulus and other dog-like mutants even if they are cats um are descended from wolves instead of apes okay so that oh, includes wolverine and sabertooth wait okay okay fred fred stick with me for hey, a minute okay. you're, you're bothering fred brad I'm bothered Bad.
1: romulus the throughout the years what <laughs> Wasn't he a human who suckled at the tits of a, of a wolf? Then
2: his th- brother? R- those were just stories told uh, wrongly, oh, wrongly about him and his sister, Remus. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Romulus has been in the background for years manipulating things, including everything about Wolverine's entire life. Um, Sabretooth has been a henchman of his the entire time, messing with Wolverine. Um, turns out Romulus was the person behind the Weapon X program from the very beginning. He's the one that keeps rewriting Wolverine's mind. Um, he's the one that told Sabretooth to start killing Wolverine's wives and girlfriends on his birthday. All this stuff. Is that all, it's canon? all because of Romulus?
0: Is that all like what? legit is that all like legit Canon
1: yeah Huh. I thought Romulus was the well no never mind
2: Go basically ahead. everything bad that's ever happened in Wolverine's life is Romulus's fault that kind of you know that you know stuck. do you you know why he's been doing this this whole time why? I don't know. I don't even remember. It was so bad.
1: (laughs) It was just Uh, because he doesn't like Wolverine. Like, I don't know. Why would you have this level of torture for one person?
2: (laughs) He's, like, trying to break his, like, his soul so that he'll work for him because he's, like, the ultimate weapon. But he's not even really that much better than Sabretooth. And you already got Sabretooth. And it kind of cheapens everything that's ever happened to Wolverine yeah Um, it sucks don't read it
0: but that that is
2: and and the cherry on top fred the cherry on top is you know that part about them being descended from wolves instead of apes yeah romulus made that that up it's not
1: real okay yeah because that's ridiculous that's ridiculous why would they look like
0: humans (laughs) that's canon that's in yeah. the Marvel comics. Uh-huh. And they're like, this is a thing that still, it's uh-huh. happened. It keeps happening.
2: Wow. I mean, does it keep happening? Hey,
1: sometimes.
2: The, the current writers thankfully never mention Romulus. And um, even there was a, a series at the beginning of this year called um, 10 Lives and X Deaths of Wolverine, where Wolverine has to. Time travel, kind of. His mind time travels into his past bodies so that he could um, fight off Omega Red, who was doing the same thing, trying to kill Charles Xavier so the X-Men could never be formed. Anyway, um, during that whole crossover where Wolverine visits all points of his life, uh, Romulus never mentioned once. I mean, that's probably for the best. (laughs) It is. It sucks so bad. Just skip it
0: if you're reading X-Men comics. Just don't read it. They ought to erase that that from the the library. I don't like it. I don't like anything that I heard from that. That was a good (laughs) (laughs) anti-recommendation. That's good. Hopefully you saved a life out there. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I told you everything you need to know from what actually happens and nobody ever mentions it anymore. You do not need to read it. There you go. <laughs> yeah,
0: Sabretooth, he is uh he is a really, really bad villain. and in, in one of the comics you let me borrow, I can't remember which one it is. Didn't he get like sucked down into the earth? Like they judge him. Oh yeah. And then they their, um, like roots pull him down <laughs> to like so trap they him actually
2: there. <laughs> they actually did my man Sabretooth kinda dirty in that because Okay, so the the mutants now all live on an island separate from human society. And um, they have rules. And they and Sabretooth broke one of those rules, but he broke it before it was a rule. Yep. Then they'd use them to just like he, show an example
0: or something like that.
2: Yeah, he yeah. killed some humans and then after the mission they're like debriefing him and the council's like, We need some laws. And then the one of the laws was harm no humans, and they're like, and you broke that law, and then they put him in the ground. Yep. And they said there will be no prisons on our our utopia island, and then they stuck them in the ground. Yep. Yeah, is that which is that certainly he is? sounds like a fucking prison to me. Well, it's yeah,
0: not if it's more like he sentenced to death, right?
2: No, he's still alive down there. In fact, there was a saber tooth uh mini series that came after that that is really really good and uh the sequel to that mini series is coming in, is it's coming out tomorrow as we record this but it came out this week um and I'm excited cuz Sabretooth oh. got free. Oh okay. And he took he took some other criminal criminals with him. Like one of the criminals one of the the laws is um respect the sacred land so they're not supposed to hurt the living island of Krakoa. Um, the island's alive. And this guy was, like, practicing his powers and accidentally hurt the island. And they threw him in fucking land prison. <laughs> land prison? I mean, that's they threw him in the hole. Yep. So, like, anyway, they all escaped. And I'm interested to see where that goes because um, the series is pretty good. I mean it was written by an award-winning novelist. So. Well, maybe, uh, uh, maybe Victor you... Laval if anyone was wondering or have heard of him.
0: If you do read it, maybe next cast you can give a just a brief review on what you thought. Oh, of the first issue, of the sequel, sure. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, uh let's move on to Brandon's segment. So what do you have uh in terms of where you'd like to stick him in a roster, Brandon?
3: Well, as uh, my biggest complaint was that I don't think he generates enough energy. I would like to play him in the two affiliations that I'd like to give away energy, and that's Inhumans and A Force. Oh, I like him in A Force. Uh, I actually what really like him in A Force. Yeah, I like A Force the most, <laughs> but I didn't, I didn't want to leave Inhumans out uh, because I know how much Brad loves Inhumans. So, you know, I want to give them like a little in- bit of love when they can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, actually, I think he's. Uh, There's not many affiliated fours in A-Force, so um, I think he fits in pretty well, and he kind of fits the theme of punching people in the face, like the She-Hulk way. Um, So that would be my recommendation. I like him in A-Force.
0: I like that he can get him a little bit like... You can fully... Because if you play him like a ball, you're like trying to do the damage, and you're also trying to... like You have to get him in there to really get the ball rolling. Like... If people aren't careful, he could probably medium move, and then he could primal pounce, turn one, to also get an attack, or maybe even go into somebody if like they hit enough characters before he goes. An you A-force. know who does
2: that without even being in the A-force? Who's that? Logan. Regular
0: Logan? Like the new Logan?
2: yeah. In my game against Brandon, I moved him once and then attacked. All the range three, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, and you got him. And up then there. I then I got the place on the point. There you go,
0: Logan, ladies and gentlemen. He's not bad. All right, well, I like those. I like, that, I like that a lot, Brandon. That's actually a really good suggestion. All right, Fred, do you want to take us out with the non sequitur?
1: Yeah, sure. So I struggled with this one. Uh, I was first trying to think of things with of y- Schreiber. Uh, but I, I I know that he's done a lot of good stuff, but nothing came to mind that would really fit. And then I was thinking, I'm I'm stuck in Weirton, West Virginia, and there's a movie that was famously filmed in Weirton, West Virginia, and uh, but that's not going to be my recommendation either. Uh, that movie was uh, Super Eight, filmed by J.J. Abrams.
2: That uh, movie, in- oh, was it? actually filmed in West Virginia.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was uh the movie was filmed in Weirton, West Virginia or parts of it. The parts that were in the town were filmed in Weirton, West Virginia mm-hmm. because hmm. it looked like a uh a rust belt town. Uh but that's not my recommendation. That movie uh cribs an awful lot off of another movie. Uh and that movie is ET.
2: Oh. And that is
1: my recommendation. Oh, I did not see that's that a coming. Uh, E.T. fucking... Uh, have have any of you watched that movie recently? Not recently. Like, as, as an adult, I, I, I watched it a couple years ago, and it still hits great. That movie goes down smooth. It's, it's really... <laughs> it's, it's a wonderful movie. It's Steven Spielberg working at his... Uh, at, at the height of his power. And... I think that all everyone should watch this movie again. Uh, I'm, I'm, I keep saying again because I watched it, like, religiously as a child. And it's still very good. It's worth watching. Pick it up. It's about uh, a group of kids and their coming of age as they find an alien.
0: <laughs> if there's anybody that's listening to this and they don't know what E.T. is, then <laughs> something's wrong. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Go watch E.T. It's good. I, if you had told me at the beginning of this cast we were going to segue from Sabretooth into a non sequitur for ET, I wouldn't have believed you. It's, like, how's it's that about gonna... the
1: furthest that I could possibly be away from Sabretooth, I think. I love I it. I think this might be the most non sequitur that I've ever been. <laughs> I love it.
0: I love it a lot. Like going on a little journey.
2: Fred, you didn't want to recommend movie 43?
1: Oh, boy. No, I didn't. I have seen that movie, and that movie was very bad. It was awful. <laughs> Why why'd you bring that up? <laughs> that's
0: that's that's Brad's uh anti anti yeah. uh non second recommendation.
1: That was that was a yeah. you it, can it go your whole life been... without watching that movie and you'd be fine. Just it has Hugh Jackman in it, but it it's yeah. awful. It's an awful movie, and it's not worth even mentioning.
0: All right, well thank you guys so much for joining us again this week. Uh, hopefully we get some of the big AMG news, they talked about. Uh, they they said that they were going to do in November, but apparently there's going to the rumor was there's going to be a big announcement. So, hopefully, we get Leave, something.
2: Leave Schreiber is also in um the unauthorized Cube sequel sphere.
1: Oh shit! <laughs> really? Not, can,
2: Cube
3: has been mentioned entirely too much on this podcast. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
1: <laughs> Bye.
3: <laughs> We can't keep bringing this.